Hey guys, welcome back to a brand new episode. Okay, so this is going to be an interesting conversation, I think, that I want to have with you guys today. Um, It's going to have, I think, several parts to it. This is going to talk about color. It's going to talk about uh, BLM, things like that. So if you don't want to hear those, you know, that conversation, y'all can go. Um, If you do want to hear it, cool. Thank you for sticking around. So I'm actually going to talk about something I I never really thought I would have to talk about on here that does involve like things I like to talk about as Black Lives Matter, but also Miss Britney Spears. I love Britney Spears. I've talked about her a few times on this podcast. Gonna talk about her more, especially now. She's a queen. She's, we love her. She's a queen. Um, yeah, she's my favorite. So we're going to talk about her. And I also want to get into the new Haunted Mansion project. So it's going to have moving parts, but they're kind of related in certain ways. So I'm going to first start with Britney. So Britney Spears posted recently about Black Lives Matter and basically her post uh, was a a black boy holding a sign that said, um, I think it was like, I I can't even remember the exact content, uh, context, but it was basically saying that, you know, um, white society basically has generational wealth while black society has generational trauma. And I do believe that that is absolutely true. without you know i'm not an anti-white person person i'm not that's not what that's about i just love the fact that she's standing on that and she's speaking about black lives matter and it was just a post right it was just a post and so many of her supposed fans came for her and was like you shouldn't be talking about this and you know you shouldn't use your platform for this and da-da-da. you know <laughs> those are the same fans who are running around saying that britney spears should be free and that she should you know have her voice how do you how do you do that hmm? how do you in one moment say free britney and you know she's been under her conservatorship for too long she should have her own voice she should have her own da, da, da. you know people who also don't believe she runs her own social media pages they believe that there's all the speculation and stuff i'm not saying that they're necessarily wrong because most celebrities don't run their social media pages that's what they have like you know pr people in crap for but I do believe every now and then these artists do check in. It's their page. It's their life, right? I I do think to some degree they watch, they care, they see. But you guys are normally on the side of her having a voice, as you should be. How come when she's speaking about something you don't like, you then want to silence her? Do you see that that's a problem, y'all? Do you see how that's a problem? And that speaks, again, like, it speaks to the divide in this country. Black Lives Matter should not be an opinion. It should not be, you know, oh yeah, I guess. No, no, no. They matter. Every, like, like people say all people matter, right? All lives should matter. Yes, all lives should matter. But do they matter equally? No. Look, there's no secret that there's racism in this country from all walks of life. Look, America's a melting pot, right? And so everyone comes from somewhere else. That place that we originally came from, there's a lot of racial division in these in these other countries, right? And a lot of us, when we come over here, we take those things, those cultural norms from our own heritage here, right? Those those biases towards certain races and those those hatred towards other races. We see it. It's everywhere. And why we act like it's it's this new thing. It's not, or like it's a new thing, or it's some kind of secret. No, it's not a secret. It's not a secret. And I know that it's things that we don't want to talk about as people, but we need to talk about it. In order to change it, we need to talk about it. And that that's another part of that bothers me. I think a lot of people actually don't want it to change. A lot of people don't like change. They're fine having their biases and having their hangups. They're fine with that. They call that preference. No, 
no, stop. Like, stop. These are people. We should, like, we just shouldn't. I, I don't like having preference, preferences of people. And I've spoken on that. Like, I understand that people have, like, partner preferences, preferences and stuff. And I think that's problematic in its own sense. But I'm not, you know what? That's not today's episode. What I want to talk about here right now is... Why are you trying, why are you fans trying to silence your favorite artist? It's particularly her, particularly someone who is kind of the face right now of conservatorship, right? Why are you trying to, you know, tell her, delegate to her what she can say on her own social media platform? A platform that you guys, a lot of you guys don't even think that she's on, right? Like, it's, it's crazy to me. I like, it's, one minute everybody is united and trying to get this girl her freedom she posts something you don't agree with and all of a sudden it's you shouldn't be talking about this you should why are people attacking her though why you're no better than her father then because you know what i mean like what what you claim her father is you're no better than that person then you're no better than the people trying to set her back because you you want her to have her voice but you only want her to say what you want her to say you don't want her to acknowledge what's going on in this country, what's going on in this world. You don't want her to acknowledge like social issues. Why not? I think that's great. I think that I think that's awesome that that not only her but so many people want to talk about these things, right? You know what I mean? Like Britney Spears has done a lot of really cool stuff behind the scenes. She's not normally an artist or normally a person who gloats about how much money she gives to charities, who gloats about what she does. She does a lot of things behind the scenes, which I have respect for. I, you know, I understand there's people who like to do things publicly and, and that's fine. I like, I have a lot of respect for people who do things behind the scenes. You might not know what they're doing. You might not know the things that they do. For example, Janet Jackson, I believe, like owns like a black bank which i think is neat she's i think she's partnered with somebody but i think she either she still does currently or she did own like a black bank for black finance that is amazing that is huge and the fact that she's not gloaty about it i love that right and i love when people use their platforms in this way right and even if she put like if she put like stop asian hate i would i've been putting that on my social media i love that I like there's nothing wrong with her speaking up for what she believes in. Whether I agree with her um or not on certain things, there's nothing wrong with that. Britney Spears posts a lot of religious things on her on her pages too, which I again I'm 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 a black Christian gay man. I know, I know, but that's who I am. Um well I'm a follower, I, I consider myself more of a follower of Jesus than I consider myself a Christian. Um I believe God is so much more than the word. I believe that that, that the, the Bible is a great tool, but the Bible is not the be all end all in my relationship with God, nor is it like you know what I mean? I think it, I think it's a guide, but I don't think it's like I believe that my my relationship with God is more of a spiritual thing than it is a textual thing, textual thing. That's just my my personal point of view. Y'all don't have to agree; it's fine. Um, but she posts those kind of things on there, and she gets flack for that too sometimes. But I love that. I love that Britney Spears is her own woman. She posts what she wants to post: religious things, BLM things, just and I love that. And I think that that's great. And it, it bothers me, especially with this issue. It bothers me that people want her to be quiet. The same people that were talking about Free Britney now want her to be quiet because she's talking about an issue that you don't want to acknowledge. And this is the thing that I have, especially when it comes to the gay community, because, you know, I'm obviously I'm, I'm a member of the LGBTQ community um, and the black community. And I know how both communities are uh, or not are, but well, yeah, in a sense are about each other's issues. Right. A lot of LGBTQ that have come out in support of Black Lives Matter when it became much more acceptable and popular. Um, however, that energy dies down 
you know what I mean? It, it definitely dies down. Um, and it's it, the same thing with the black community. You know, there's there's not a lot of positive LGBTQ representation, even in the black community. A lot of black LGBTQ members get a lot of crap from the black community. And girl, we can have that conversation as well, because I want to have it, because that also involves the church. And I'm, you know what? That's another day. But <laughs> I... You know, a lot of gay people, a lot of LGBTQ people love Britney Spears. They love Britney Spears. That's like, that's our queen. We love her. She's one of the girls, you know? People love Gaga. I'm not a big fan, but they like her. Gaga, Madonna, Cher, all these women. And sometimes when they use their platforms to talk about social issues like colorism and racism, a lot, they get a lot of backlash from a lot of people. And it it boggles my mind because it's like, as LGBTQ people, we're supposed to be, you know, this inviting community where everybody feels welcome, right? That that's that's our stick, right? The the rainbow and all that equality. Then when it comes to things like race and all this, then you start to see the reality behind the situation. Then you start getting hit with words like preference, and you start getting, you know, into your 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 uh your groups, your your seg- your separate groups of things where where you fit, where how the how the world sees you, and that's that's exactly why I don't do pride events, honey. That's why I don't do that. You know, there's nothing wrong with being proud of who you are. Nothing wrong with that. I don't think pride represents after me. And that's why I don't go. It bothers me to see so many people in the LGBTQ community coming for her about her personal beliefs, her personal. And that's that's Black Lives Matter shouldn't be a personal belief. It should just be a thing, right? You know. All lives matter should be a thing. We should treat people equally, but because we don't, that's why groups like this exist. That's why there's a group called Stop Asian Hate, because things are not adding up, sis. Like, which also the whole, you know, I'm really getting sick of people trying to create this narrative that it's mostly black people going after Asian people. That is a lie. It's people of all sorts and all backgrounds going after Asian people, and that needs to stop. Stop putting your hands on people, period. Don't care what color you are. Don't care what reason it's for. Don't care. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. All colors. Stop putting your hands on each other. Period. That's it. That's the end. Groups like Stop Asian Hate wouldn't exist if you didn't put your hands on them. Okay? Groups like Black Lives Matter wouldn't exist if you weren't doing messed up crap to them. All around the world. Because it ain't just in this country, sis. It's not just here. But anyways. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. Went off a little bit. I, I'm, I'm back. I'm here. Don't worry about it. Um, that, that's exactly why I don't really talk about that subject too much on this, like on my podcast or anything, because it, it does get heated. It does get heated. It really does. Because it's a heated subject. It's a heated situation. All of these subjects are heated to me. I don't, I don't have to even be in that demographic tip for it not to be heated. When I talk about trans issues, I get heated because I get mad at people who don't want to see them as people. They want to see them as subpar. No, no, we ain't doing that. You're not subhuman. You're you're a person, no matter what you are. We're not doing that. We're not playing that game. We're not doing that. No, we're not doing it here. Anyways, and that took a lot of growing up on my part as well. And I will admit that. That took a lot of growing up and denouncing things that I was taught to be okay and acceptable. That's not okay. And we have to start teaching ourselves and each other what is not acceptable anymore. What might have been acceptable back then is not acceptable now. And what is not acceptable for me right now is for you guys to start trying to silence people, especially people like Britney Spears, who have been under conservatorships and have been told to stay silent, to silence her voice now because she's speaking on an issue that you don't necessarily want to hear about or agree with or care about. Ain't gonna happen. No, no ma'am. So with that being said, Britney more power to you. I loved you before. Like you were my favorite before you are like 
it's it's you're not going nowhere now <laughs> there is nobody else i love you Brittany. period um and on to my next subject uh which is the haunted mansion so y'all know i love haunted mansion those of you who've been listening y'all know the two and a half of you guys that listen um <laughs> Can you imagine this podcast blowing up? <laughs> Can you imagine that? I can't. Anyways, um, <laughs> anyways, so I love the Haunted Mansion. And right now they have their new director. I don't know his name, but he is a black director who directed Dear White People. And originally, Guillermo del Toro was attached to do the Haunted Mansion. Girl, let me tell you something about Guillermo. Okay, one thing I like, you know, his direction. I think he's, he, he does beautiful work. This man has so much on his plate. I believe he was supposed to do Beauty and the Beast at one point as well, but he had so much, or in Pinocchio too, I think, but he had so much on his plate that he had to back out of so many things because he just overbooked himself. I knew from Jump, as much as I wanted him to direct the new Haunted Mansion, I knew from Jump it wasn't gonna be him. I knew it because I'm like, this man is too busy. He's too, there's so many projects he's had to pass upon because he's too busy doing what? I don't know, but he's too busy and that's fine. The problem I'm having is, I've seen it, you know, I'm, I'm in a lot of Disney groups, I'm in a lot of Disney pages and stuff, and I love, look, I, my dad always tells me, stay off social media, stay out of the comments. I can't. I love to know how people think. I love to know how people are, and I know people are trash. I, we're all trash, all of us, myself included. I know how people think. I know the toxicity, right? I know it. And, and I look for that, but I also look for, for moments to educate and just to listen and maybe even to learn, right? Um... You know what I'm saying? Because to me, if, if you turn off the world, you don't know what's going on. And I, I always like to know what's going on, if, if, that, if that makes sense. I don't know. Maybe that's bad. I don't know. But anyway, just releasing his photo, just showing his photo, people were already up in arms and talking about how, oh, it's going to be a comedy like the last one because he's a Black director. Oh, he directed Dear White People, therefore he's racist. And it's just, it's like, what? Like, what? You guys, like... Stop. I like it, it bothers me that these are adults. That's the scary thing is that these are adults. These are adult people with these preconceived notions just by a man's picture and what he's directed in his past. If we judged every director by what they've directed in their past, that like and the thing is that most people who 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 see or you know hear dear white people, like just hear the title, automatically have tuned out. They're automatically ready to be on the offensive and not even or defensive and not really even like watch it or try to have you know their own opinion of something right because two people can see something one person can come out hating it one can come out loving it it depends on how you see things right it depends on how open your mind is or how you know what I mean it really does sometimes it really does um you know and, and I've talked about this too in the past with things like Song of the South and and, and how problematic I I know that that is but how I found other things under other undertones in it that I actually liked about the film um, do I think it's problematic as a whole? Absolutely. But I do think that there were things that I took away from it that I liked about the film. That's just me personally. Um, <clears throat> but again, like, it's how you go in, right? It's, it, and a lot of times people see color and they see words and they automatically get defensive. They automatically think this is bad. And it bothers me that we don't even, we don't have a set photo. We don't have a script. We don't have anything concrete that we as fans of Haunted Mansion know of to go off of. We just see this guy, we see his face, we see his color, we see what he's directed in the past, and we think, oh, this is, he's going to use this opportunity to be woke. He's going to use this opportunity to talk about Black issues. How do we know that? 
What a re- what a reach and what a jump. How do we know? We don't know that. We have no idea what he's going to be able to do. And we shouldn't do that. Like, okay, Steven Spielberg directed The Color Purple, right? Which talks about Black issues. It talks about a lot of deep crap, right? Uh, not crap, but you know, a lot of deep things, right? So does that mean every time Steven Spielberg does a film, he's going to talk about these same issues? That's going to be the forefront of, of his movies? Does that, is that what that means? Or can he be a director that directs one thing and then does other things too, right? I don't know what this movie's going to include in it. And yes, what I love about the original Haunted Mansion film was that it did talk about those certain issues of race. To, but, but very, like, lightly, but also in your face. For the example of William wanting to be with Elizabeth. Spoiler alert. I told the master not to marry that girl. There'd be repercussions. And that did, like, it did sort of, depending on how you took it, did sort of relate to it's because she was Black that they couldn't be together. He's this well-off man living in this new world. He can't be with a Black woman. That's that's what it alluded to. That's what it alluded to. I'm not saying that's what happened or that was the story, but that's, that seems like what the story was. Um, otherwise, what was the issue, right? They never really go into the issue of why he couldn't marry her. There was, it, there was a lot of alluding there. But it's a real thing, right? Thinking, thinking about, you know, it's the South um, in the, what, I think it was like uh, 18 something is when the story takes place. But like thinking about it at, from, that, from that time, that was a no-no relationship, right? That's a no-no relationship. So obviously, you know, it's a story the butler did it. Sorry to spoil it if you haven't seen it, but the butler, you know, bumps her off. Um, so they did it in a way that didn't throw racism necessarily in your face, but did talk about the social differences and the division between a person of color, uh, that being Elizabeth, and uh, Master Gracie, who's a white man. They did talk about that in this movie. Other than that, there weren't a lot of issues of race in this film. And that's what I liked about that movie. And so it's crazy to, and by the way, that was directed by a white person. So there's that, but it's it's crazy to me that anytime a black person or anytime now a person of color is involved in something, there's gotta be race. The, The subject of race has to be talked about, right? We have to talk about it, or we have to go in depth about it and remind white people that, you know, there was racism. That's not always true though. And even if, but, but even so, The Haunted Mansion, you know, it's a ride that takes place in America. If you're, unless you're on Phantom Manor, it's a different story. But it's a ride that takes place in America. That's part of American history, right? So there's going to be some fantasy, but yet historical, I guess, somewhat accuracies in some of these retellings. So why, like, I don't understand why that would be a big issue. But also, I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's what he's going to push in this film. Could I be wrong? Perhaps. I don't know. I really don't. Nobody does. But that's the thing is that nobody knows yet what's going to happen. All we know right now is we have a director attached, which to me is a move in the right direction. Because honestly, I just want a new Haunted Mansion film. I personally love the version with Eddie Murphy. I feel like it's its own thing. I know they were trying to do a Pirates of the Caribbean sort of thing with that. Um, (laughs) However, Pirates of the Caribbean is different to me because Pirates of the Caribbean is about pirates, right? On sailing on the open sea. You can, there's so much you can do with that. And to me, my opinion, the Pirates of the Caribbean series isn't that great. I'm sorry I said it, but it it is not great. like to me I like the first one I think I like the third one and the other ones I just don't remember I know the second one is a lot of running around uh back and forth I think the third one does the same thing the fourth one has mermaids that's cool other than that who cares the fifth one I think I watched one time and didn't care like 
but people like them and that's cool. I like The Haunted Mansion. I, I like that it was a one-off film. Could there have been more to do? Yes. And that's the thing. I know a lot of people are complaining they want it to be darker. I want it to be darker too. Who's to say this guy can't do that? Like, if you're looking for, some people were trying to say, like, oh, yeah, if Guillermo did it, it'd be super dark. Do you think Disney would let him do that? Like, really? Do you think Disney would let him do a very, very dark version of The Haunted Mansion? No, they wouldn't. And while it'd be really cool, obviously, I don't think they would necessarily allow that. But also, who's to say this director, saying they, they would allow it? Who's saying this director can't do that, right? Who's saying this director can't bring that to the table? Who's saying that he can't? We don't know yet. And I, I think when we automatically turn ourselves off like to different people people of different colors and just say they're gonna make it about this because they're black they're gonna make it about this because they're Asian they're gonna make it don't do that right don't do that why don't you wait why don't you just let things unfold before you just jump on the defensive and get upset because we don't know what's gonna happen yet this story could this could be a great movie I think it could be awesome. I think if we give it a chance, it could be amazing. But it also shows how stuck on color we are. Everybody's so stuck on color, whether it's good or bad, everyone's stuck on it. If, like, okay, he's a black director. What does that mean? Why does that matter? If he was a Latino, Latinx, Hispanic, indigenous, um, you know, Asian, why would it matter? Why does that matter? A white director directed the last film and they cast a black family, right? Who, and, and, and there were some undertones of race in that film. That was a white director. Why does that matter, right? Like anybody can talk about these issues, and, and, but like it, it, just, it just bothers me when people automatically go on defensive when they see a person of color getting to do things like direct or getting to be the star of something. I just don't understand why that matters. I, I just don't. But I, as a Haunted Mansion fan, I am so excited for this movie. Um, regardless of what the, you know, the, 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 the grown-up children think, I'm really excited. And I can't wait to see his vision. And I would love to have seen Guillermo's vision as well. Um, and who's to say that he won't attach himself in some way, shape, or form to the project? Who's to say? Um, but I'm excited. I really, I, I can't wait to see what he does. And I'm hoping that the people around him are coming up with amazing, I have, you know what, honestly, Disney, if y'all want some ideas, come call it your boy. Call it at your boy. I got you on this. I can write you a nice script, Disney. I'm serious. I can, I can do it. Trust. I'll be there with you. I will walk you through how to make a great Haunted Mansion film. I, I will do it, I promise you. Um, but you might actually be able to see my vision or read my vision a little bit later. That's just a little hint. Anyway, so that's the end of this podcast episode. Listen, we have a problem with color in this country, all over the spectrum. And the more we talk about it, I think the more we can get some type of resolution because I think that's what needs to happen. We all need to understand that having biases and things like that, when it comes to color, and that's not okay. When it comes to sexuality, it's not okay. When it comes to gender, it's just not, no. Like we, we have to stop doing that. We have to stop allowing those kind of things to thrive, right? It, it brings me to another situation with this, this, I don't know his name, he was on The Bachelor, but he um, recently came out and is also promoting a TV show, right? And, you know, he's, he's a very attractive looking man. I think I've talked about this on the talk, podcast before, but I'm saying it again. He's an attractive man, but he's had some issues with past girlfriends, allegedly, right? And people want to give him a free pass and use all these excuses as to why he could have been doing these things to these women, why his show doesn't deserve to be canceled. And it's like, a lot of people are doing it because they think he's an attractive guy. 
And it comes again with the biases that we have. Why should this man get a free pass? If this man was stalking, allegedly stalking his ex-girlfriends or whatever, and there were restraining orders and things involved, this man shouldn't be getting a TV show, no matter if he found his identity or not. That doesn't know, that doesn't excuse his past behaviors. But again, we give certain people biases that we should stop doing because he's pretty. Is that a reason to give somebody a, 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 a pass because they're pretty, because they're a celebrity, because they're, they're rich, they're famous? Like, can we stop doing that? I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't understand it. But anyways, um, I will see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day. And yeah, peace out. See you later.